Just hand us the money and no one has to get hurt, lady. Oh, my! Last time on Lost Legends of Scadriel. Well, let me tell you what, Belladora is really into the anarchy, so... Finnegan grew up as a dock worker and sailor uh, for... Pinch has pretty much always lived on the street. He is the literal definition of a street wave. Belladora fully believes that her destiny is to take down the noble class and to restore the sort of egalitarian society that the survivor thought was what uh, the world needed. Uh, Pinch wants to become a god. Man, Finnegan just wants his boats back, man. Okay, what was the reason that you guys blew up this bank? I don't even care! Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrille Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me we have the rest of the Lost Legends. I'm Lena, a.k.a. Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, a.k.a. Finnegan Bowman. I'm Carl, a.k.a. Pinch. Alright, today we're going to be playing the third Octant Squeeze, but before we get to that, we just want to finish out uh, all of our metagame stuff that we didn't get to last time. After they robbed and blew up a bank, they were able to buy themselves all of the equipment they need to start their new life as they uh, left the city. It, it wasn't Elendel. No, it wasn't Elendel. No, no. Okay, well, we can get back to that in just a second while I'm looking. But in the meantime, uh, everybody list off of the props that they took. I took a... How do you pronounce that? Ricefell shotgun. I got some formal clothing. And a vial of zinc. I've got a uh, pewter metal mine. A hydling pump action shotgun. And a bulletproof vest. And I have a Granger 3030 rifle. A car in theory. And a workshop. A whole workshop. A car in theory. A car in theory. And in practice, you just have to practice where uh, members of the law aren't looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a car. Eventually. It's a car in theory. I have a car. I'll get it. Eventually. When it's needed. It's just hiding behind some bushes in the meantime. I'd like to test out in that theory. hypothesis. It's a car in theory. I'll have a car when we need a car. Don't worry about it, I got it. <laughs> you know, I like this this version of the idea so much better. <laughs> like she she always shows up with a car, but it's a different one every time. Oh my god. Pinch just runs and he's he jumps into a random car and steals it like Grand Theft Auto style. <laughs> like Sch Schrodinger's car. I like that you are implying that that is not exactly what I mean. It both exists and <laughs> doesn't is. exist. I don't know, is it like a, a pair of bolt It's cutters? me stealing I, shit! <laughs> I don't know what you need to hotwire a car back in that day, but that's that's actually what those props are. Tenacity. Determination. <laughs> and then, uh, Pinch, why don't we go over your two stunts that you took, since you don't have any powers. Okay, cool, yeah. So, no powers, but I do have Eagle Eye which lets me fire at range with a rifle and I get to roll with wits instead of physique because I am a small child and I do not have physique, but I'm smart, so that works out. And I also have spit and bailing wire, uh, which uh, lets me fix gun fast, and also I tell Trevor to look at the book. Because <laughs> I don't know how that one works. serious meta rules in there, and we didn't want to write it all in. Uh, but a quick note about the eagle eye, that is a custom stunt that you won't find in the book that we created just for Pinch. 
uh, and that this character concept, so that way she wasn't too inconvenienced by the physique of two. I am very small. <laughs> uh, the rifle definitely leaves, leaves bruises. So we are going to be playing the third octant squeeze. Uh, we're going to start the scene. You guys are lying low in uh, Ellendale after your uh, big, great bank blow-up heist uh, TM. And you are traveling through the marketplace. So we'll go ahead and just kind of start the scene there. And we'll say that maybe you're buying uh, your guns or you can be buying food or whatever it was that you you were looking for here. And I will just kind of jump in after you guys have been role-playing. Okay, sounds like it's time for a shopping spree. We have definitely got the boxes for it. You want a new dress? You could get a new dress. I bet you look nice in a new dress. Oh, darling, I could buy 15 dresses with all of this. You know, all I'd really like right now is a little bit of jerky and some meat to eat. Honey, we could buy you an entire steak. We could buy you 20 steaks. Think bigger, darling. You know what? I like the sound of that. Yeah, you're really <laughs> setting the bar, like, super low there, buddy. No offense if that's what you want to be eating, but... Honestly, you can you can afford to spoil yourself a little bit. Like, well, what's better than we steak? We just robbed a bank. I wouldn't go around saying that too loudly. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a bank here. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the moment the constable approaches you. Ah, uh, hello, constable. How can I help you out? Oh, no. Not, it definitely can't happen yet. Keep going. I, okay. Yes. In time. Thank God. <laughs> the plot cannot advance. I was like, oh. Okay. I messed up. <laughs> the plot calls. You know, Pinch, we're in the middle of a marketplace. It might not be the best idea to say that out loud, you know. I'm not wrong, though. It wasn't a bank here. <laughs> No, you're not I mean, because then they'd just... be like, oh, it was that bank down the street. But it wasn't that bank down the street, so they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm no, also rest in a ruins, child. Mate. <sighs> I'm just a child. I'll say whatever comes to my mind. Don't pay no attention to me. But also, we just robbed a bank. We got lots of money, so. Um, <laughs> Pinch, darling, can you please pop down just a little bit? <laughs> like, just a smidgen. If you please. Yeah, we better be nice. Say it really quietly. We just robbed a bank. Oh, survivor scars. You said to say it quietly, so I did. Oh. <laughs> Finn, I think that what we'd best be investing in is uh maybe a muzzle or two. You know what? I th I think I that's a wise investment that. myself. I really do. I think super so take advantage of that. Both of you! Really! <laughs> no respect. You wouldn't have the money at all if I hadn't suggested we rob the bank, okay? So We're that simply was making me. fun of you, wee lad. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just gonna casually stretch my arm right around Pinch's shoulders and then put my hand oh, over all his right. mouth. This is nice. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> that's better. Okay, rewriting the script. There is no constable that's going to approach you. That obviously would not work. And so, um, Zach, as you guys are going around the... Or, I'm sorry, Finn, as you guys are going around the marketplace, you notice one of your buddies that used to work for your uh, parents' company, or your family's company, before it was shut down. And he comes over and approaches you and, like, kind of looks at both Bella and Pinch before leaning in to whisper, I, I hear that you're trying to take on the, the mob. You know, I'd say that a little bit quieter, mate. <laughs> okay, we need to find a place to talk. Do you have any ideas? Let's, let's go into this pub over here. One condition, they come with me. I mean, that's on, that's on you, not me. All right, so he leads you into the pub, takes you to, like, the most secluded area and sits so that way he uh, he can see the door as he sits down. 
and waits for all of you to sit next to him. Is my mouth still covered? Um, probably not after we enter the bar. I'd like but to I'm say when ready. we, I'd say when we come in, we order, uh, uh, we order the lad a sarsaparilla just so he is content and quiet. <laughs> An age-appropriate drink is served to pinch. What? <laughs> this is some. Mm. Uh, so does uh, does this uh, dock worker have a name? His name is going to be Dale Plenzer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I'm sorry. Keep going. It's fine. <laughs> it sounds like a naughty word. It sounds like a naughty word. Well, I I guess I don't know for sure that it's the mob, but there's been this group of people who've been going around and charging protection money to the businesses around. Uh, we, we think that there might be some emotional allomancy involved, which is why I think that it might be the mob. I mean, you know what happened with your parents. Right. But, uh, one of my, uh, one of my friends, Sadanine Estill, a jeweler, she told me and she came to me and she told me, uh, that she thinks she's in mortal danger from these people. The two men approached her last week and then insinuated that her business and life would both be in danger unless she paid a protection fee. So she, she came to me, but I just, I'm just a lowly dock worker. You know, I don't have, I, I can't do what you can do. Well, I appreciate you bringing me up for this. Do you have any other information that might be useful, mate? Well, I do know that, uh, that the constables have been stretched rather thin and they've been offering rewards for this kind of work. Um, I couldn't help but overhear that uh, you guys robbed a bank, so it might be a good uh, idea to get in good uh, with the constables. I'd like to note that I look at Pinch as... And she, this guy right here, he said it like eight times. <laughs> I mean, like, everybody heard it. The entire marketplace knows. Pinch, I'm going to kill you one of these days. Oh, rest in ruins, lad. You're going to get us into more trouble than it's worth. I'm still rad. It wasn't a bank here. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is everyone so upset about this? Y'all fine. I'm not robbing your banks at the I, moment. All I'm saying is that for for the sake of of us meeting here today, it's a good thing that I wasn't supposed to be a constable named Dahlia Plenzer. Because, <laughs> boy, that would have been awkward. <laughs> what, what's, what's, uh, what's this about... Robin Banks having to do anything with taking on the mafia, though? Because I certainly didn't say that out loud. I don't know if these two did, but I did not. And oh, I, I used to I work mean, for Finn. Oh. I needed oh. a backstory since I couldn't be a constable anymore. <laughs> oh. Oh, we're friends. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Sir. Good. So uh, where's this jeweler located? Uh, he's just around. She's just around here in the marketplace. I've been talking to her and some of the other business owners who have reported the same thing, but they've been giving inconsistent descriptions of the pair, and I really just—I'm at my wit's end here. I mean, even if I could find them, what can somebody like me do against you know alamancers? Well, if anyway, I've got a—I've got a map here that I've been marking of all of the businesses in the Octon that have told me that they've been approached like this. Uh, they're all within a six-block radius of one another, so I'm thinking that the crooks live somewhere in this area. Um, there, there's a couple of informants in the area that I haven't been able to scrape the money together to pay, but if you wanted to go that route, you might be able to get something out of them. But that'll cut into your reward money from the constabulary. That's actually some mighty fine detective work, Dale. Have you ever considered a well, career in the constabulary yourself? You know, it was a really close thing. <laughs> well, I will. Well, well if, uh, if my companions say that we can, we should be able to look into this for you. I mean, that would just be so great. Uh, I mean, nobody, nobody can forget what happened to your family. And you know, I know you're still trying to right that wrong, but if you can stop the same thing from happening to other families in the area as well, like it, it would just really give you a lot of, a lot of credit with the neighborhood and, my sister's a cop. If you don't do this, then I'm going to turn you in. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're blackmailing. Okay, I see. <laughs> I didn't really, want to like, go there. Escalated but your, to your something. Your friends seem on the fence, 
and I've already lost my other brother to who who knows what. So I totally thought I, you were about to say hootin' nannies. <laughs> Those hey, two. nanny. Lost him in a Shameless bank explosion. <laughs> That's ragtime. All right, well, looks like we have some place to start. We'll at least get our foot in the door in Ellendale. And maybe out of the eyes of the constabulary. Pinch, what do you have to say besides the fact that we robbed a bank? Seriously, guys, just really stop saying that out loud. <laughs> Pinch. Well, I'm still taking offense to it, but... I don't see why you need my opinion on it, since nobody wants to listen to me unless I'm like, hey, let's go rob a bank. And then you're like, oh, yeah, let's go do that. But then afterwards, it's shut up, Pinch. Don't talk so loud, Pinch. Stop telling everyone we robbed a bank, Pinch. It wasn't here. Pinch, I think that the fact that people are listening to you is the problem. I'm just going to drink my drink. Y'all do what you want to do. It's fine. Also, I yeah, grab the map. We can go. So I guess we're settled on the jewelers then. Oh, yeah, sounds like it. I wasn't really paying attention. What are we doing? Typical pinch. All right. So how do you guys want to approach? Hmm. Some good old detective work. Ooh. Doing some asking around, seeing what the uh, business owners have to say. Maybe. Now, um. Now, we have a list of six potential business owners, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a map marking every business owner. All of the businesses are within six blocks six of blocks. each other. Six blocks, okay. Um, is there anything more? And then you also have two informants that uh, might be able to give you some information, but for a price. Is there anything more prolific than the jewelers, or is that like the big one of note? Um, the jeweler was just the most recent one that he talked to. Uh, whether or not it was the biggest one, I would not. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily Im, uh, important. Okay. Uh, the jeweler was the one who believes that her life is in danger, right? Yeah. Okay. Probably it would be good to start with her. Oh yeah, I'm up for that. Especially if she thinks that her life is in danger, she has the most incentive to be honest with us. I'd, I'd agree there. The logic is sound. All right. So what's the plan of attack here? Are we blowing it up? No. No, we are not blowing the place up. I told you I wasn't listening back there. I don't know what's going on. You got a map? (sighs) Does it got pictures on it? You know, at the very least, we could go in and talk to her and maybe see what information she's willing to divulge without knowing that we're here to help. I have a proposition. Finn, how about you and I talk to her, and Pinch shuts up. You know, that sounds like it might be a good idea as well. I'm sensing a little bit of animosity here, and I don't appreciate it. I feel like we have been through some stuff together now. Well, I still haven't gotten Uh, over how you climbed on my shoulders last time. You're tall. What do you want me to do? You're also climbable. I mean, that's a compliment, really. (laughs) <laughs> hey, Finn, do you remember how you almost went deaf because Pinch decided to fire a rifle right next to your ear? Oh, I'm still not hearing correctly. Oh, well, you're in luck because that means you don't have to listen to Pinch. <laughs> oh, okay. I see how we want to be today. That's fine. Y'all can be mad at me, but next time you need a car, you're out of luck. <laughs> I mean, we'll keep treating you this way if you keep trying to get us in trouble with the constables. Where's the constables? I don't see them. They're not talking to us. (laughs) Which, I have to say, that is so convenient, isn't it? (laughs) Just so convenient. (laughs) It's almost like it was ordained. I mean, really, I think that... (laughs) That fate roll was ridiculously high. (laughs) All right, let's go talk to this lady. Okay, you show up to uh, Sandanine Esther's shop, and there is actually it is actually closed. Um, the door has been locked, and there's a window. There's a sign on the window that says "temporarily closed," but the lights are on. I'm going to knock on the door. So, like, 
Y'all don't want me to say nothing? I'm gonna also go over to the door, but I'm also gonna flash some dollars right beside Finn. Uh, and then, I, I was a little confused, Zach, because you said I'm going to knock on the door in your character voice, so I'm not sure if you were just <laughs> announcing that or if you actually did it. I think I was more announcing it, like, I see it's closed, and then I'm, like, I'm, I'm just gonna knock on the door. And then I will actually knock on the door. Okay. So, you're one <laughs> you of them shoppers. The and uh, a middle-aged woman with, um, like, brown but graying hair comes to the the window and she kind of points at the sign. And I'll, uh, I insistently point out the paper that I am shaking at the window. Um, give me a resources roll. Uh-oh. You should roll dice on this show eventually. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, that was a whole bunch of nothing. Okay, she she shakes her head and points at the sign again. I'm gonna, uh, okay, what Finn's gonna do is he's gonna kind of wave, uh, uh, wave at Belladora to put the money away, and he's gonna, basically he's gonna mouth to the shopkeeper Dale sent us. I'm not sure how like how heavy the glass is on the door, whether she'd be able to hear through the door, or if it's like a heavier glass that she wouldn't be well, able to hear. Well if you're through. just mouthing it, she probably won't hear. Uh Dale uh Plenzer sent us. Uh her her face will kind of light up a little bit and she'll unlock the door and open it up for you. Come in quick, but don't don't dally. I have to get this door closed. Uh, yes, ma'am. I dally a little bit. She she glares a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. In fact, I think like she catches your dress as she closes the door and then says, "Oh, I'm so sorry." I'm sure you are, darling. You you're saying that Dale sent you? Yeah, he cornered me in the marketplace and said you might have some troubles that possibly we can help with. Well, there's these these two men that came to my shop and oh the ruffians they they opened the door and i instantly i could feel it my shiver went down my spine and i knew they were up to no good and they came up to me and they told me that if i didn't pay them a protection fee that bad things were going to happen and i felt such a fear and so worried i just i couldn't do anything but give them the money Belladora, that sounds like rioting, don't you think? It sounds like it could be. I mean, I could try to see if what I can do feels similar to what she felt then. I don't like that idea very much. No, well, no please no. No need to make her afraid. I mean, it, it just sounds like it. I just wanted your take on the situation. I mean, also... If your life is being threatened by some folks that look a little bit scraggly, most folks in the right mind would be a little bit spooked. You know what? That makes sense, because I'm not most folks. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it was like, oh, from Finnegan's point of view, yeah, these people wouldn't be scary at all. He must, They must obviously be rioting her. At least that's that's Finnegan's mindset. Anyway, it sounds perfectly, perfectly reasonable that they might be rioting her. I'm just not saying that it's a given. So, uh, what do these, uh, thugs look like? Well, they were both wearing hoods, and I think one of them had a beard. They, the, their clothes were old and shabby, and they, one of them was probably about as, as tall as you are, and then one was a little bit shorter, but I... I couldn't get a good look at their faces. Have you seen them around before? I I don't know. I hope not. Was there anything distinctive about their voices? One of them sounded really nasally, like he had a cold, and the other one sounded like he was speaking through uh, like a mouthful of rocks. It was the oddest thing. Huh. They didn't say anything else to you? N not after I gave them the money, no. Did you see where they headed? I I just hid behind the counter once they left. I was so scared. Now, has there been any kind of uh, mob activity in the area lately? Something that those thugs might have been working for? Or 
Something or just anything unusual. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. You think that the mob is involved with this? Oh my, I am in danger. Well, I assure you, we'll try to... We'll try to find out as much as we can and try and look into this for you. I mean, the mob's pretty big, so I don't, I don't know how much you expect three people to do. I mean, two people and a child, but, you know, we can do our best. Wow, Pinch, your insight is just so soothing. I'm just, I'm being realistic here. It's the mob? Y'all think it's the mob? That's big. Mobs are big. That's kind of the point of a mob. It's big. It's not just a gang. It's a mob. It's like a, it's like a big gang. It's like a super gang. That's what mobs are. I think you need to leave. <laughs> Pinch, you're scaring the poor woman. No, I'm just trying to be realistic here. So, like, we are going to do our best, but also, you didn't go to the cops about it? Did they say they were going to be back? Why, like, you're still scared. Are they going to be coming back? Do you know? Did they say? Well, there was this one lady cop that seemed very interested, but for some reason I haven't seen her in a while. Well, see, look at that. <laughs> Well, lucky for you, ma'am, we are the constables now. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit of a prodigy. <laughs> she uh, she looks incredibly fr- frantic at this point, and she, she again asks you. Yeah, I'm good to leave. Thank you for your information, ma'am. We'll be out of your hair now. Just uh, send, send Dale back next time. I don't like that one. She points at Pinch. Well, I don't like you either. That's very rude. I could be a paying customer. I could have bought so many things from you. You would have so much money. You would have all the money you lost, actually. But since you want to be like that, (laughs) everyone here is rude. I hate this city. Click, it locks. I can still see you through the window. (laughs) (laughs) She's been, like, peeking over the top of the counter, but her head ducks down when you say that. (laughs) <laughs> he makes a rude gesture and turns around. Well, that certainly wasn't very helpful. I think yeah. we found out some information. I mean, we she sure didn't did have find anything else out to say. Some information. We found out there are two thugs in the hood going around extorting people. That's about it. And they may or may not have emotional alimancy. And she went to the constables and they didn't do anything because I mean, considering is probably that woman- dead. Oh. I mean, considering that woman jumped at the sight of Pinch, I don't think any emotional alamancy was involved anymore. Are you saying I'm not terrifying? I'm not going to answer that. (laughs) I feel like we both start moving on at the exact same time. (laughs) Y'all. Y'all! All right, next what's our next star? What other uh what other stores are on that map? There are a good number of stores um ranging from general trinkets to even a uh, metal bornhums uh metal supply shop and uh just, you know, random run of the mill things, a clothier, um uh pet supply, uh toy shop selling Sunni pups. I think I'd like to go to the uh the uh, Metalborn shop. Ah, Metalborn Homes Metal Supply. Does that sound like one in every city? Does that sound good to Should you guys? Should we try a more? Yeah, for sure. Should we try a more uh, conversational tone this time? Less interrogation. Oh, you want me to be charming? I'd like you to try. Oh, I can do that. Y'all just didn't say you wanted me to. You said to shut up, and I decided that I wasn't going to. <laughs> And how did that turn out for us? Well, if you say, hey, Pinch, be a little charming, I can be charming for you, darling. Oh, this I've got to see. <laughs> oh, me too. All right, let's go. Okay, you walk into the Metal Bornhams supply store, and behind the uh, the bar, or the store top, is a middle-aged man wearing glasses with brown hair. Hey, welcome to Metal Bornums. What can I do for you? Hello. Uh, we're looking for information on uh, a few unsavory gents who have been extorting some of the fine folks in this area. Uh, his eyes kind of darken. His whole face kind of goes down a little bit. Uh, what? Who, who sent you? 
Well, you really just came right out with that, didn't you? Yeah, I was thinking that we were more going to be like, oh, how's your day going? Is that how you do conversations? Is that conversational for you? Uh, I mean, the the weather is kind of nice, isn't it? Oh, so so what you're saying is you want me to be more charming. We could could try. (sighs) You could try. Rested ruins. Okay. Our Dale Dale Plenzer sent us. Asked us to look into it. Oh, he's that guy that was here the other day was asking me questions. And what did you tell him? Well, I'm afraid there's not much to tell. I These guys came in, they put up a fuss, they made me real, real scared. I mean, I just, uh, I, I've never even felt something like that before. You think that uh, that maybe he was rioting me? Did, you, did they take any metals by chance? No, they didn't take any of the stock. They, they just told me I had to pay him a protection fee, and I, uh couldn't help but hand it over just i it was almost like i had wasn't in control of my body huh. hmm well that does sound like riding to me yeah that's what i thought but they didn't take any zinc or anything so i wasn't sure and that's why i wanted mm-hmm. to check this place out next to see if they had taken anything that would that would possibly point to it they, being they a rider. They said they'd be back to get get another cut of the profits later for the for the protection fee so i think I don't know if maybe they were just trying not to take my stores because the money was more valuable to them or what, but I uh, also I got myself some protection used. for next time. And he pats his hip where you can see kind of his shirt bulges out a little bit. Also, money can be used to buy things, or so I've been told. Like zinc, for instance. <laughs> yeah, but like... you had to buy zinc. Why wouldn't you just? Uh, I'm not going to complain that they didn't take my stuff, but we do have the finest metals in the city. That's all I'm saying. He makes a good point because it doesn't make a lot of sense to, to it doesn't make a lot of sense to extort something and not take something you'd also need. They might not need it right now. Ah, fair enough. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, uh, what did they look like? Well, uh, one was about your height. Points over at uh, Finn. Uh, the other one was a little bit shorter. They were both clean shaven. And they both kind of talked with a rough accent. Hmm. Interesting. Their their clothes were also, um, they weren't quite in style here. I don't know if they were, like, from another one of the cities or something, but it's not something that you would have seen around Elendel. Were they wearing hoods by chance? Yeah, I couldn't see their faces at all. But they were clean-shaven. Well, other, other than the bottoms of their faces. You know, I, nothing distinctive. Their nose or their eyes or their, their hair. Couldn't see any of that. So you said that the clothes didn't look like something around here. Did the clothes look dirty or messed up no, or they just were, a they different were pretty, style? They were pretty new clothes. New clothes. Huh. And you didn't happen to see where they went, did you? No, I, I, uh, I couldn't think for until they were out of my area, for, honestly. There was just something. I've never been so shook in my life. Did they have weapons at all? Or did they just come in and start scaring you and then leave? Kind of grows a little red in the face. I I don't think they ever pulled a weapon out. Well, that's, that's no shame. You know, riding into something you can't control. But it helps for us to know. So, uh, is there anything else I can do for you? Would you like some medals? I'm, I'm not an alamancer myself, but I appreciate it. Um, what I'd like to ask is, uh... Do these gentlemen have, like, a uh, specific pattern? Do they come at a certain time? Uh, Did they say when they would be back? Uh, They didn't say anything like that, but it was about four days ago now, I think. All right, well, that answers my question. Oh, we were thinking Uh, along the same lines. What time did they come? Uh, Sometime in the afternoon. What say we figure out when these folks were coming to other people? Did you happen to see anybody else that they were pestering? Ah, uh, I mean that uh, that Dale guy kind of mentioned something there, but I, I don't know anything specific. Well, thank you very much for your time. It looks like we should consult the map a little bit more. And we leave. I guess we leave. With style. Uh, and we'll say that you guys have time to either visit one more shop or go to an informant's before it's getting too late in the day. Do we cut our losses and go to an informant, or get one more person? Yeah, let's do another shopkeeper. 
You say so. At least that's my vote. I'm down for another shopkeeper. Sure, yeah. Okay, and for this one, we will say that you have your choice of the clothier, um, a like general produce merchant, or the toy store with the Sunni pup. Toy store. Toy store. Oh, hell yeah, toy store. Okay, so you guys approach this toy store. It's getting towards late in the afternoon. Sun's starting to set in the distance. Uh, a lot of the, some of the places have started to close up early. Like, you can see the signs of some of the carts that have set up just temporarily, uh, like packing up all their stuff and, um, heading off to leave for the night. And you get to this toy store that has a big giant poster on the window for the, uh, all the rage of the city, the Sunni pup. Is there a Red Rider BB gun as well? Uh, there's a, uh, Waxillium Ladrian BB gun. Ooh. Or no, it would be Alamancer Jack. There's an Alamancer Jack, uh, BB gun. Ooh. I'm buying this. Whoa there! Let's put that down! But what if I buy it? <laughs> you shoot your eye out, kid. Oh, you should see her when she's messing with her actual rifle. It's true, I'm a very good shot. Oh, him. Okay, I think him. you need oh, to buy. leave. I want to buy it! You don't want my money? Did Finn just say, or he could shoot you with an actual rifle? No, I said, um, oh, I said, you should see him when he's messing with his actual rifle. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> We're just jumping at you, I wonder. Like, wow, you just... Well, I, I like, accidentally why? said her instead of him. <laughs> what Real did conversational, I do this time? Finn. Real conversational. <laughs> okay, well, if if you're gonna buy it, then I suppose, but let's not wave it around. And he, like, kind of points it down towards the floor. Like the tip, like puts a finger out and puts the tip down. No, wait a minute. Do you put a loaded display up there? Yeah, that's that's a little concerning. It's always a good practice to treat any rifle as if it's loaded. I mean, you sir are not wrong. Good save, sir. Good save. That's smart thinking. I like that. You were right. I will go ahead and sling that over my shoulder. <laughs> the BB gun. Yes. <laughs> you know, like. I, I'm making a gesture, and I just realized that you guys can't see it because you're on audio. So <laughs> this is canceled. Pretend like that didn't happen. But yeah, no, it's it's on his shoulder. If I may, I would like to stroll up to the counter and set that BB gun down. How much for this pretty thing? Oh, well, um, how about this random reasonable amount for that item and he get, quotes you a number <laughs> and it's reasonable it is reasonable all right it is reasonable you know what that is the best price wow, that, that i sure have is seen reasonable. This that's, a, at. that's a very reasonable price right there <laughs> that's the best price i've seen this at i was just in another city not that's a, a real city deal here. Pinch. i'd get it if i were city. you and uh, some stuff happened there, but I saw this exact gun over there, and it was way more expensive. And you know what? I think that what you're doing here is great and good, and I would like to tip you for this. Can I get this in a box? Give me a resources roll. Difficulty one. How many am I rolling for that? Three. Three? Plus one, because it's so reasonable. Oh, oh I lost one. It's gone. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trevor? Yeah. How did dice rolls work again? Uh, you're looking for a pair above a pair of ones. Well, I've got two twos and two fours. Okay, you are now the brand new owner of a BB gun rifle that will disappear on the first next long breather. Awesome! <laughs> Sir, if I may ask, how are you able to sell such fine wares at such affordable prices in Ellendale, of all places? Well, Ellendale's the best place to sell things. We don't have as many taxes as the rest of those schmucks do, am I right? Oh, you you would not be wrong. So, you would say business is going well, then? You're doing well? Well off? Well, everything except for that little trouble recently, but... Oh, gosh, what trouble are you talking about? 
trouble, you say? Well, these two ruffians came into my shop, and they extorted me for some money, but really, I mean, with Sunni pups selling as quick as they do, it wasn't that big of a loss. I'm not sure they knew what they were doing. They just took the first little bit of money I gave them and ran off happy. Didn't even stop to see it was only ten banknotes. Well, that seems foolish of them. Could you describe these thugs for us? Well, one of them was about your height, and the other one was just a little bit shorter. I uh, I think they were both bearded, but one of them was wearing an overly large hat, and the other one was wearing a cloak. Were you afraid for your life at any point in time? Oh, yeah. They they walked in, and, you know, really, I felt the fear at first, but I always keep an aluminum hat handy in case, uh, in case of things like that, and as soon as I put it on, the fear disappeared, so I got away with just handing them the $10 banknote. Well, they were stupid enough to take it. <laughs> hmm. Did they say when they might be back? Oh, no. They uh, they told me they would be, but they weren't specific. How long ago was this? Um, About four days ago in the morning. In the morning. And, sorry, I have a little trouble hearing. You said that they were both bearded? I think so, yes. Right, and one had a big old hat on, the other one had a cloak, a hood. Uh, yeah, it was hard to see his face other than his beard. But definitely beards. And definitely one oh, of them got long, some silly hat thing. on. One of them down to his belt. Oh, really? That's not very in fashion anymore, is it? No, I don't think it ever was. <laughs> oh, again, not wrong, sir. I'm going to give you some more money. You got a tip jar? You need a tip jar. Did you notice anything suspicious about the beards themselves once you had the aluminum hat on? I, I mean, other than it just being terribly distasteful. Did it look like they were disguises of any kind by chance? Well, any time somebody wears an overly large hat like that, you have to wonder. But then when you pick, you know, they come in and they extort you for money, you know for sure. Fair enough. That's that's interesting. All right. Well, thank you for the BB gun. I think that we are good. I got my present that I needed to buy. Are you guys ready? You guys good? Oh, no, this entire experience I mean, has been reasonable. It's so reasonable. Just yes, very reasonable indeed. Nice. Uh, you didn't happen to see where they went, did you? Uh, or notice anything else after you put on that hat? Well, they uh, they seem to be walking in the direction of more shops, uh, at least from what I could tell. You know, I've got, I'm situated right on the alley here, and they didn't head further away from the third octant. So they were definitely heading further into the marketplace. Oh, you know what? I actually mm. do have one more question. Um, these gentlemen, what were they wearing aside from the hood and the hat? Could you describe that for us? Well, one of them was wearing what looked to be a nobleman's clothing, and the other one looked like he was dressed for the docks, aside from the cloak and hood, of course. And, and that hat. Which one of these was which? It's talking about Mr. Big Beard. Uh, what, what was he wearing? Uh, Mis Mr. Big Beard was wearing the dock worker's clothing. Ah, all right. Yeah, that's probably why he was out of fashion. Um, yeah, oh. Fan, fan. No offense. None taken. Well, unless there's anything else I can do for you. I don't think there is, unless... You guys have anything else? Could I interest you in a Sunni pup? Sir, I will take three Sunni pups. <laughs> Can I, I get those in a box? For it. Really? Yeah, just take one resource for it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that three dice again or four dice again? Oh, no, we'll just uh, count it as your second resource spent. You can't buy anything else until you take a long rest. Cool. Yeah, I'm doing great. Well, it was a pleasure doing business with you. Come back to Reasonable Toys anytime. I would go no other place. <laughs> All right, let's go. And I leave. Okay, so you guys uh, head back to whatever hideout you're using for the night. Uh, what would you say that would be? Hmm. 
a really cheap motel. <laughs> Just lean real hard into that whole bank robber vibe. I was, yeah, we're just really going full supernatural here. <laughs> okay, so uh, you get back to the hotel for the night. Um, Pinch actually will get one resource back. And the next morning, um, Dale shows up to your house, and he knocks on the door, and he says, I sure hope you're not talking about anything in there that shouldn't be talking about, because there's a constable out here who wouldn't want to hear it. And he knocks again. <laughs> I'm asleep, so um, I'll answer the door. All right, listen. Um, shoot, shoot, shoot. Book, book, book. Dahlia. Dahlia? No. Uh, Sandinine got a hold of me, and she said that you were talking about super gangs, and was we were saying something about not being able to handle it by yourself. So I brought my sister. This is Dahlia, and she's gonna she's gonna come along to. To, I guess to babysit you. Well, Dale, I'll give you one guess as to who was saying all those you things. You know, I don't think I need to guess. <laughs> Pinch is sleeping very comfortably in the corner, by the way, so. <laughs> oh, that's why it's so quiet. Yes. That lad's got a bigger mouth than it's worth. All right. Well, hi, Miss Dahlia. How can we help you? Well, I just, I'm just kind of along for the ride. He's shown me some of the work he's done here, uh, some of these businesses. So are there any of these that you've gone to check out at, since he has? Yeah, we went to check the toy shop, the metallurgy shop, and the jeweler, as you can probably surmise. Oh, well, yeah. So um, I think that we can either talk to one of these informants or... You know, just keep seeing what we can find out. Did you learn anything new? Well, much like you already found out, they all have conflicting reports, but seems to be the same two folks as far as I'm able to tell. Just wearing disguises. I see. At least that's my best guess. I'm not a constable or anything. Well, hopefully with uh, my presence here, they'll be a little, little more, you know, a little more interested in being talkative. And you'll be a little less interested in frightening, frightening the good people of this city. Oh, come now. That was just one time. <laughs> Finn, you got anything to add? Uh, not at the moment, no. Still early in the morning. Well, if we're going to stop them, then there's no time for rest. Well, I suppose we should get the lad up, eh? Uh, if we must... I throw my shoe at him. <laughs> Pinch, it's time to wake Pinch. up. Yep, yep, I'm good. You got a little bit what's, of what's drool happening? on your chin there, darling. Yep, that happens when I sleep. What's going on? We're going with this Saving fun, it for later, constable. Oh, that is charming. That's what I do best, honey. We're going with this fine, fine constable. Oh. To see if we can find something else. Oh, it's a lady constable. Hi. Well, hello. What's that your uniform name? is looking perfect on you. I'm Panch. Nice to meet you. What's your name? I'm Constable Dahlia. It's so nice Dahlia? to meet you. And she's like got her hands on her knees and is crouching lower towards you. Oh, she's oh, okay. Uh, hi. Well, this is. And he, like, wipes the drool off of his face and he's like, this is, I wasn't expecting a pretty lady to be waking me up so early in the morning, ha. Huh? Well, you're such a charmer. Oh. I just can't <laughs> help it when I'm around a pretty girl. Now, is there somebody here to watch him while we go take care of this? I don't oh, you'll find I'm a, quite capable, a, a sugar. child by themselves. Oh, no, the lad comes with us. Oh, well, that's disconcerting. Oh, you'll find he's quite good at investigating. I'm rambunctious, so don't worry about me. I got it. I'm hungry, though. Oh, we'll get food on the way. Oh, uh, okay. Enough there. Let's call the episode there for the night. Uh, we are going to hold off on giving advancements until... We either finish out this story arc or maybe two story arcs. I'm going to be more stringent on giving those out from now on. 
think I was uh, being a little too open-handed in the first season. So uh, thank everybody, for, thank you all for listening. This episode was a lot of fun. Uh, loving the new dynamic that this group has, and I hope that you join us next time for our next episode when we finish up the third octant squeeze. Bye. Oh, yeah. Bye. Oh, bye bye. One quick announcement before we leave you for this week. Crafty Games is having a Kickstarter on November 11th for the Metal Mistborn Allomancy dice. Now, I know I've talked about the regular dice before that we gave away on the giveaway, but Crafty Games really outdid themselves for this set of all Metal Mistborn dice. I got to see them all at Gen Con, hold them, roll them. They are absolutely gorgeous, and Crafty actually sent me four out of the four of the dice as a sneak preview. And the weight of them in your hand, all of the fine details, seeing a die in it cast in its metal with the matching symbol for the number six, these are really cool. So if you might have the money and think it's something you might want as a Brandon Sanderson Mistborn fan, go ahead and check out the Kickstarter. Otherwise, at the very least, you can look at the pretty dice on the internet. I know that always cheers me up. So uh, November 11th is when this Kickstarter starts. We'll see you guys again in two weeks. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Two seconds. Let me get my charger because my computer is about to die on me. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. It would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.